ready to hop into April, poppies. <laughs> hop and pop, hop and pop. Look at that. Kim Zolciak could never. <laughs> the new hit. <laughs> I'm rewatching a lot of old Atlantis. So like there's a lot of the ring didn't mean a thing. Whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> so whoa, you know, whoa. one could say I feel inspired. <laughs> Really throw your neck into it, India. Um, you know, that month called March is over. I feel like it gangbanged us and left us for dead in a hedge somewhere. Yeah, Pisces season, I need it to be. T- I know it's now airy season, but Pisces yeah. season was rough for your girl, so. <laughs> it's lingering. It's blood into airy season. My friend called me today, which, I mean, you know what I'm going through personally, but. Yes. My friend, I just got off the phone with her before I got on with you. And she was like, how are you today? I was like, well, you know, life ain't been no crystal stare. She was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to throw up. I have like a lot of issues this week. And so I just feel like I can't handle a lot right now. Yeah. Um, Mine are lighter than yours. I am. hosted a Bridgerton watch party on Saturday and instead just drank a gallon of rosé um which is like not an alcohol compatible with my body I saw uh, that you told your friends like <laughs> oh yeah I ducked out at my own event <laughs> in my 700 square foot apartment you, yeah just lock the door like not you. again it wasn't even like I live in a home <laughs> like in a house with multiple stories I literally live in a one-bedroom apartment and I get I don't remember that I did it until the next day when I saw the text message and I was <laughs> like, it was that kind of night. I feel like I, I don't know. I'm not here to explain myself. I'm 31, but um, it's been a while since I've been like that. <laughs> so it was not intentional, but um, at 9:48 PM, I texted my friend and I said, I feel sleepy. Think I'm going to escape. <laughs> and I literally just started like taking off my makeup while people were still in my house and then changing into my pajamas and like literally ready to climb into bed. I think I did say goodbye to them. (laughs) Shout out to that. But I certainly got in my pajamas and got into bed and was like, just lock the door on your way out. (laughs) Thanks. Bye. Toodles. I mean, they had been around since 1 p.m. It's not like it was. And it's great that you have trusting friends that you can just be like, okay, like just lock the door. You know what my grandma will do? My grandma won't even... Like, she'll just be like, all right, like, it's time for you guys to go. Like, bye. But then she'll look at the time and be like, oh, it's only 7.30. I thought it was way later than that. We're like, no, lady, you already told us we had to go. So we're Yeah, I'd be like, no, now I don't feel like I can stay here. Thank you. But she always does that. She's like, all right, y'all got to go. So we expect it. We're like, all right, bye. (laughs) I think, like, I can't hide it in my face so people know when to go because I'm just, like, like, even sober when I'm tired. Like, I had people over one weekend, and it was – like 10 p.m. on a Friday and we had put on a movie and I was like you guys enjoy the movie I think I gotta go (laughs) again just like left them in my living room and went to bed uh I can't fight the sleep it just it owns my life um I already went to a doctor for it I don't have any disorders I just you're just a tired girl yeah one of the girls from that night she like just dm'd me a meme of like um that moment when your social meter hits full or empty I guess it's empty (laughs) um and it literally is like the girls just fades (laughs) like Like a little shadow picture (laughs) yeah and I was like oh shit I wrote too soon um we did end up watching two episodes of Bridgerton and I just was in the cups enough that I just kept yelling daddy every time he was on screen um 
woke up at 3 a.m. with a stomach hangover, which I think might be worse than a headache one because I was just nauseous for hours. <sighs> Changed my life, but here we are. Yeah. And I, I'm like, is that why I still feel sick? I think it's my intuition, but it could be that hangovers now last six days if you're 31. Oh my God. Really can't tell. tell. But I've had like chest pains and like weird stomach aches. Like, and it's not like a food stomach ache. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. Like something deep in my soul. And I'm like, what is happening? I hope it means something good because it doesn't feel good. (laughs) Yeah. Me and John went to Taco Tuesday or had our Taco Tuesday date night because I couldn't drink all last week. So I needed to celebrate my being able to drink again, I guess. And, um, your unsobriety. Boy, we drank and woke up like, whoo, all right. I don't feel well. I don't know. I know like you work every day of the week. I, I don't know how y'all drink on a weeknight. I don't. And then having Strength to drive to you. an hour away to showings and be there, like be present in people's lives. It was a struggle. Um, Oof. I feel better now. Adulting. But no one told us about this. Felt. And then I didn't know if my headache was because of like A, allergies, B, um, hangover. But also I forgot that John's, like a friend of John's, um, we saw him and his dog and the dog, I was like so excited to see the dog and he was big and I was like, come jump. Or you know what I mean? He kept jumping and I remember him hitting. You gave it all to the dog. Like three okay, times. Okay, Brady. And so I have, I don't know if you can see, but like I have like bruises on my nose, like right here. They're kind of going down since yesterday. It doesn't hurt nearly as much. But oh, but your nails are cute. Thanks. It's the color ballerina um, pink. But yeah. And so my nose hurts. Love. Um, I'm going to go back to... I can't see a bruise though, so that's good. Yeah, I think... It's it... one of those, like, I feel like people like can only see it themselves because they know their face, you know? Because yeah. my friend had something similar recently. Just like, um, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm going to go back to the dark side and do powder dip this summer. Yeah. Is it is it time for that again? It sure is. I got a lot of weddings and bachelorette parties. I need to be groomed yeah. to the nines. Same. That's why I'm like, let me get my lashes okay. again. I'm time time to be uh, pretty again. And you know. oh yeah, I already scheduled all my April beauty appointments. I'm ready. I need to schedule hair, April. nails, all of it, eyebrows. Yeah, I just did them today. Mm, fresh. No one can quite do my eyebrows in Virginia, but this girl's the best that I've got so far. So. Oh my gosh, I didn't it. send you my contact. But she does threading. I don't know if you get your eyebrows threaded, but she's amazing. I don't amazing. think so. Oh no, no, I can't handle that. I'm oh, not okay. strong enough. <laughs> I mean, she is literally the best, me. the best threader I've ever met in my entire life. Um, and I suggest her to everyone. My friend Rocky goes to her still um, when she's in town because. Your suggestions have never steered me wrong, so I trust you, but no to the threads. Yeah, it is a little, you know, feels a little weird. It's every hair. I can't, and I have big-ass brows. I can't be doing every hair. So does she. I'm just like, I don't know how y'all do it. Yeah. Mm -mm. Well. Not for me. Hi, guys. Okay, well, hopefully this connection hangs. It will. It shall. I feel like... I mean, one of us are delayed. <laughs> we'll do our best, everybody. It's um, not a delay so on my heard side. About new Bravo my side, that we're I think excited the side about. that matters. <laughs> yours is the stronger side. No, yours is the correct side. I can acknowledge that. 
<laughs> no, I meant because I'm the one that puts it together. So <laughs> as long as my end is working. Yeah, I'm definitely delayed because you're looking at me like, oh, <laughs> no, that was me listening intently, which I don't oh, do okay. a lot. So it looks like I'm frozen. <laughs> People aren't used to me not demanding the attention. So they're always like, oh, you froze. And it's like, no, this is what listening apparently looks this like. This is what active listening <laughs> looks like, people. Um, come on, active listening. I was teaching someone about that today. Um, what is that? I, I already forgot what the name of the matchmaking show is called. I don't want to say black match. It's something nicer <laughs> than that. It's like love like, matching Atlanta. <laughs> like, yeah, I think it's like love match Atlanta. Um, let me double confirm. I'm so excited. I love a matchmaking situation. I, in another world, I feel like I would be a matchmaker. Yeah, love I feel like that's a very Atlanta. Libra job to have. Yes. Oh, I was right. Yeah, love match Atlanta. Wow. Shout out to me and the memory. The rose didn't kill every brain cell. I actually, know someone who has a, a uh, love matcher. Yeah, I'm excited for love match. In Atlanta, I don't know if it's any of these. Is it girls. any of the cast members? I don't know. Want to ask her because she she said that she like one of like the love match matchmaker that she has helped her meet a guy and they've like been on several dates and she like really likes him. She's been like very giddy about it. So I wonder who it is. But she's like this love wow. matchmaker is amazing, hands down amazing. And I was like, ooh, okay, that's good because like people talk about those and it's like, is this a scam? Yeah. Or do you have to be extremely rich? You know what I mean? Oh, uh, I mean, sometimes you have to be extremely rich. It depends on like what, you must be what bracket you're looking for. And then I'm like, do I really, but would I be attracted to someone? That's the question I have to ask myself. And I had to really ask myself that when I was dating and like, you know, all these dating apps. It's like, would I be attracted to someone that is on a dating app? Me personally, no. Like, I don't even have boyfriends that have social media. So that's, my personal preference yeah but i think there are some great matches that can be found on dating apps and with matchmaking but i think you have to like dig through the the bad ones the weeds to find the flowers. you have to really want it mm -hmm. is the hard part because that's like my issue like is that i like the idea of it but i'm not like i don't feel like i need it do you know what i mean yeah like if I meet someone and I like them, very cool. But like I, anytime I get on the apps, I'm just like, what am I doing? I feel like I'm shopping for like groceries. <laughs> and I feel like that must just mean that I'm not that interested right now. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I still think, you know. Because I feel like people who really want, like who just really want a partner because they really want a partner. You know what I mean? They're going to make it happen. Like they do want to put in that effort and respect to them for that. I just feel like when I get on it, I'm like being deceitful because it's like, I don't really want to follow it through. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, it's either that they're very uh, motivated to find a love or they're very desperado. Zanana, oh <laughs> you just like any reference to do that. I do. <laughs> but yeah, no, I feel like, and I have plenty of friends who have met in that manner, like, to like two of the weddings that I went, I'm going to or went to this year are people who met in real life and two are from dating apps. So, oh my gosh, that's that's amazing. The yeah, two so, from the dating apps. Yeah, one was like a Facebook dating app, which I didn't even know existed because I just haven't had that in forever. 
Um, and then the other one is, oh my God, Lord send me strength. What is the <laughs> other one? Uh, oh, probably like Bumble or Hinge or something. It was probably something normal. Yeah. Um, but the best part is that they had actually met in real life before they matched on the app. And my friend didn't remember the guy <laughs> because they met in an argument. <laughs> Oh, Jade and Josh, if you're listening, I love your love story. <laughs> they met arguing at a bar. <laughs> wow. That's so- how they really met. And he remembered her and still matched her. And um, she matched him and didn't remember him from Adam because she, like me, doesn't wear contacts or glasses when she yeah. should. And she was probably like, ooh, like, or he, I mean, he was probably like, ooh, competition. I love it. I love a challenge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was probably like, mind. she's got me fired up. Yeah. That would definitely be it. Very much giving Bridgerton season two. Oh, don't even, let's not get into that. We want a short episode. Mm, yeah. <laughs> that could be the episode. Yeah. Loves really. it. <sighs> yeah. I've already rewatched just the like Kate and Anthony clips. The season itself is like, mm. but if you just watch what the point of the season is supposed to be, because in the books, it's just about the relationship. Yeah. It's good. But this isn't a Netflix or Bridgerton podcast yet. JK. <laughs> this is a Bravo Keyword podcast. Yet. Keyword, we can branch out because pop of color could be a pop of anything. Okay. It's a pop of color. Okay. That means any. And there show was a of pop color. of color on Bridgerton, South Asian representation. Okay. And the fact that they made them from Dark India skin. too. Yeah. Like that they weren't just like, oh, a part of, you know, because I think, I think a lot of the, at least the, like other races that are on Bridgerton so far, they are just from London and they, whatever, whatever, yeah. they like made them from India and had like racial issues with like within like the in-laws and, you know, like acceptance and- Yeah, like just, the class system and stuff. Yeah, it was yeah. it was nice to see that. It was and, and she was speaking in Hindi too a couple of times and I was like, oh, that's so cute. Oh, I know. And they did like, I don't, did you watch it all or did you just watch I watched it? it all, yeah. Well, like when they did the ceremony for the wedding and stuff, like their traditional customs and everything, yeah. like the holiday ceremony. It was super cute. It was worth the payoff, didn't I say? Yeah, I, you know. Those last few scenes, mm, it was giving. It took forever to get to the nudity. I don't I know. know. India like, was too horny for it. <laughs> I was. She's like, I'm that, see some. that first season shocked me, like with how much nudity they had and <laughs> how much like realness the sex scenes were. And like, I was like, wow, this is hot as fuck. But that whispering that he was doing in her ear, I was like, I told you how much you make me want you. I just tracing the mouth on the other mouth. I was like, oh, this is hot. The noses and the mouths on top of each other. Mm. But it was just, it just took so long to get, I was like, show me, show me the money. But then I saw the skin and was like, okay, well, I could actually live without this, but you're cool. Oh, you're so rude. Him or her? I shall not say because I've already been too shady. Well, I think he's fine. So, But they're both beautiful people. Taste. Both beautiful people. I just, yes. I mean, delicious. The chemistry is good. Yeah. You have to give them that. They have, chem- I, I wonder, like, because mm-hmm. I was looking up, I was like, are they dating in real life? Like. No, but they're giving that sense. They're that giving that sense. Good, like, even like acting. the pictures that, well, even the picture that they've been posting on social media, like, or him, he's like the perfect, like, 
the perfect partner or whatever. Yeah. And he, the way he, oh, just, the, like, his looking, little montage was so cute. The way he's just so like upset. looking at her and then like different, like, um, like screenshots of them, like on like news shows. And he's just like, so like intrigued with her compared well, to like, you know, I it's like, he likes men. So, oh, he likes men. Yeah. He's oh. openly gay. Oh, wow. I'm happy for him, but not for me. <laughs> Oh. India's face. <laughs> Love the gays. Love the gays. <laughs> I can't believe you sound like um any real housewife. I do. Love the like gays. Nini or, Nini or something. Love the gays. <laughs> gays. <laughs> I know. He's so fine though. Mm, he's so fine. Mm-hmm. It's infuriating. Truly. Mm, but who do you prefer? Him or Rajah? Raja, Raja, what's his name? Reggae. Reggae. Reg- yeah. Yeah. Is his name Reggae? Uh, apparently. <laughs> or <laughs> Reggae, like Ramona would say. Reggae. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think his name is Reggae Jean because I've like heard other cast members say it. So that mm. means it's the right way. I would hope. Um, but I um prefer what's the name? I prefer Anthony. And I did the first season too. Cause I it's because I just like an angry guy. It's an issue. <laughs> Something I need to talk to in therapy. Oof. Uh, but oof. but he's just like very my type and so it just fell into that category really easily see reggae like, neither one of them are like my type but something about reggae reggae no he's super charming i saw him on another shonda show before Bridgerton. there was one yeah called for the people, for the people. Mm-hmm. yeah and he was fine on that one too like he was super hot he just like his vibe is like also boyish and sweet no matter how tall and muscular mm-hmm. he is and i don't do that like the other one is just like more like gruff manly yeah. and i like that more mm. they're both fun. so and i knew that his story was coming this season because my friend told me she was like read the book and i got lit when i read the book the show was a little different because it didn't have the whole it never got so far with the sister. So like a lot of people who are like, Ooh, she's a shady sister. Like in the book, it didn't happen. But I think that for like people who watch these shows who don't read book, not who don't read books, but like who don't, who aren't like so faithful to the books. Yeah. It might've been like, that's not enough drama for me because the point was like, Oh, the little sister's kind of interested, but then they go to that country house thing where they played the croquet. Mm -hmm. And then they, um, you know how he, she got stung by the bee yeah so in the book that happens like on the last day and he's like so worried because like his dad got stung by the bee and he thought she was gonna die that he like tries to suck like the blood or the sting out of her boob and someone catches (laughs) them so they're forced to get married (laughs) but then they like each other so then it works out so it's just kind of like a random like it's not scintillating enough for television but everybody was waiting for that boob suck so when they just did hands everyone's like what we wanted to see a mouth. Boob on the mouth. Ma- I mean, mouth on the boob. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just, um, oh man. It was just not that, but I enjoyed the changes they made. And all the dance scenes were my favorite because one, a bitch loves a dance scene. But and uh, they were like to all of the, you know, like I like that they do like the modern song, but with the classical. Oh my god, the dancing on my own, so good. 
so so good it's already on my on repeat playlist on spotify yeah <laughs> but i had to stop playing it because i got too excited listening to it because i was just picturing the scene i was like bitch you have to work like make a ter- make a table make a spreadsheet stop talking <laughs> stop getting all lit up um i have to send you a clip of like a tiktok where this girl's reacting to that scene and she's like this man is down bad <laughs> like he's so into her Oh, he was it's so good. Just... But yeah, the chemistry is fire. She is so beautiful, like a little Disney princess. Oh, she really like whenever is. she gets all wistful eyed, I'm like, <laughs> she's yeah. so pretty. I'm a Kate Anthony stand for life. And I hope they just bring them for like happy scenes in the season three. Yeah, I think it really depends on honestly how busy they are. Like, because I think that's what happened with Virgil, whatever his name is. Um, this bitch like, is just making up names now. He, he's just Rajon. Like, Rajon. He's just You're going to so, be like Rajon Rondo. <laughs> Rajon. Rajon. Jean. Jean-Pierre. Um, but I think because he, he's just gotten a lot busier, like with like other uh, roles and stuff that it was just kind of like, okay, well, I'm not even, there's no point, like I, there's no room in my schedule to just come back just to have these little scenes like the wife, like they made the well, wife yeah, because. Because they're not in, like, because in the book, in the second book, which is what that season was based on, like, mm-hmm. he's only supposed to be in the croquet scene. So I think they were like, there's no point in just bringing him back for one scene. Yeah. Um, but in the book, like I said, they also, like, Kate and Anthony got married in the book. And you got to see, like, them as a couple, like, a married couple, which we only just got at the very end. Yeah. So I feel like it'd be cute if they did, like you know, toss us a playful scene here or there or another sex scene to make up for the lack of them. Yeah. I'm just, you know, spitballing here, Shonda, Chris Van Dusen, call me. I, I'm here to, like, help you write material. But I wonder why, if they did that because, like, I wonder if they did that because in the first season we saw so much of, like, the married life between, like, whatever those actors names yeah are. the boring people so why can't we see the married life between the fun people maybe they were just trying to switch it up and do a different like well kind of... i think that's why they did the slow burn for sure yeah. but they can make it up to us that's all i'm saying all right should we talk about bravo i i suppose <laughs> i told you i could go in on bridgerton for years yeah okay so we watch these shows they're called below deck sailing yacht and summer house Mondays are lit here at Bravo. Oh, yeah. So we're going to watch. We may cover Love Match Atlanta to be determined on whether that's worthy or we might just do highlights. Um, I hope Leva from Southern Charm does get her spinoff because I don't want to watch the racists and misogynists anymore. Um, and I don't. But it would be nice to watch her because I do like her. So it'd be cool if she got like her own little Vanderpump Rules spinoff. She has like four restaurants in Charleston. I know, and I'm excited for it because, and the drama, I guess, that's been going on behind it, which I'm like, y'all are just jealous because you don't have any material that Bravo wants to do a spinoff for. Don't blame yeah. that on poor Leva. Like, Leva, want, you know what I mean? Just be happy for her that she's getting the bag. Like, No, whatever. those people are terrible people. Craigie and Austin, both of you are on Winter House, so you have that. You have your pillows and beer um, podcast. And now you are regrettably on Summer House. Oh, she said regrettably. That's how you know it's bad. Regrettably. All right, before we get upset about Summer House, let's talk about Sailing Yacht because it brings me joy. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about this. The ship and the shipper. I'm nervous. Oh, yeah. You enjoy it. And then the the rock, like in Titanic. (laughs) The rock? Gabby is the the iceberg. (laughs) 
Is she? I don't it, understand this metaphor. Okay, because you put ship in the shipper, right? So oh, ship, oh, oh, oh the shipper, sh and then she's an iceberg because she's the reason why they I will like, not be shipped. I was about an iceberg? What are you talking about? <laughs> Damn, look at you making a longer metaphor and me being an idiot. Um, so for those of you who don't follow us on Twitter, first of all, shame on you. We're hilarious. Secondly, I identified Daisy and Gary as the ship and Captain Glenn as the shipper. Captain Glenn sent us a laughing emoji via Instagram DM. I don't think he understands what the meme meant, but okay. Um, and then Gabriella, as we'll discuss. So first we'll get through the boring part, which was like that the ship almost became a shipwreck. I love that that's the boring part to me. Um, <laughs> I was just like, okay. Um, I mean, it was like for real, it was actual real drama for once. Cause you know how sometimes they're like this dog, hopefully we park without hitting yeah. another boat. And you're like, all right, this shit was underground and like literally seconds away from being fucked for the rest yeah. of the year. And it's very interesting um, that um, Tom was just like, it's not a big deal. Like 23 year old. You have to remember 23, 23, 23. Um, that's the only thing Ashley's right about age is like, cause she's also 23 and also like, a mess. <laughs> yeah. Also an actual mess. Um, I will say like when Gary was running around all urgently, like to address whatever that drama was, and moving quickly, I was like, okay, kind of hot, just because, like, he was in action, mm -hmm. but, like, not hot if I just crossed him on the street. Does that make yeah, sense? No. Mm -mm. Like, when it, you see someone in their element, you're like, all he right. He looks like um, a character from Roblox. What? what Have is you ever Roblox? heard of Roblox? It's what the, the children are playing these days. Oh. Um. Oh, because of his head? <laughs> or, like, a Lego. <laughs> okay. All right, Lisa Barlow. You coming in calling people Lego? Damn. India, we're going to give India a pass today. But or, okay, I have something better. He looks like uh, Prince, um, Prince, uh, what's his name from Shrek? Oh, even better. <laughs> Isn't it Prince Charming? No. The guy that was, that, Lord uh, huh? Lord Fardquad? Yeah. <laughs> this bitch. I'm just letting her have it today, y'all. Let her have her time. Let her reclaim her joy. Come on. <laughs> Come on, Lord Farquaad. What a reference. Also, Shrek is a movie for intellectuals, is all I'm going to say. Yeah. Love that shit. Also, that makes, reminds me, you know how All-Star plays at the end of it or the beginning of it? Yeah. Um, I have this habit of trying to sing that song a cappella in public places. And I did it on the bus from my friend's wedding to the hotel. <laughs> and everyone joined in. I felt so powerful. <laughs> <laughs> but when I hit the second verse, everyone stopped. And I was like, okay. No, I got this one. Okay, fine. Well. I was like, it was fun while it lasted. <laughs> we were too close to the sun. Um, I just think it should be played at more weddings, honestly. Uh, yes. So Laura Farquaad, I was into it for a minute. Maybe I'm Fiona. Because I wasn't mad at it for a second. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Tom's attitude was beyond, like, Poor baby, he's young. I think they all forgave him in real time, but it was still not awkward. And then they sent the guests on their way. Everybody survived. Yay them. Ooh, I survived a tornado today, by the way. 
I've, I've heard about their tornadoes. Yeah. Okay. So listen to this sidebar. I promise this will be a short episode and I promise we'll be under. Um, we hear sirens at like 1.30 PM and it's that kind of siren, you know, it's like, like something we've never heard before. And it's outside of our building because we get plenty of alarms for our work. And I was just like, Hmm, this doesn't sound familiar. Cause at first we thought it was an ambulance cause we're in a hospital. And I was like, no, it sounds something different. One of my coworkers said, I think it's a crane, like from construction. I was like, first of all, there's been construction the whole time we've worked here and we've never heard that sound. Um, And then my boss came in and for my boss to walk away from his desk means something is for real. Yeah. And he's like, I was like, do you hear that? Like, is there, and I, and I didn't feel like saying tornado because I was like, do those even exist here? But I was like, is that a like weather warning and he's like yeah there's tornado warning we should go to the stairwell and so at first like everybody moved really slowly because they weren't like like especially at my work I swear people like don't want to just like get up and do the thing that they're supposed to do I was like well I'm gonna go because I choose life and so then went to the stairs went down to the basement and we were stuck there for like a good hour so yeah my name's Ruby Nesley and I survived a tornado Okay, you survivor. Hurricanes, earthquakes, tornadoes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to add any more. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> no monsoons, no tsunamis. Fuck no. I don't no know. Plagues. I, I have nightmares. Locusts. <laughs> I don't even like when I'm in the ocean and like I get caught under like a big wave and like the water goes up my face. So. The ocean is like the scariest thing to me. So. <laughs> oh, I love the ocean. I just don't want it over my head. I mean, I am not a a big fan of like swimming or like being in the water and oh. oceans because I just think about all the bad things that can happen. Like I could be swept away and under depths and depths of water and be eaten by some creature that I've never even heard of or um, be I'm on a boat, swimming. which I've been on several yachts. Okay. But being swallowed by a whale. Okay, yachts. <laughs> She's like, I gotta mention, I've been on several yachts. I mean, because I was gonna say being on a boat and being swallowed by a whale, and I didn't want you to be like, well, you've been on boats before, so. <laughs> so I precursed it, but yes, um, being on a boat and being swallowed by a whale um, terrifies me. Uh, this is crazy, you guys. Loch Ness monsters, sharks. Well, I grew up with a father who's a sailor in on an island. Housewives <laughs> on the island, baby. <laughs> Welcome to the island, baby. (laughs) Yeah, that's my theme song. So (laughs) I just stay in shallow water is all. Like, we just know what beaches to go to. I love the ocean, but just like floating because I'm lazy. No active swimming, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Also, my family, my extended family, we're like so stubborn. One time it was like pouring rain when I was visiting in Puerto Rico. And um, we literally just sat in the ocean, like in a warm spot. And we're like, the rain will pass. And then it would like go away and then came back and we're like, it will pass. And then after like 90 minutes, all the older people in our family had gone back. So it was like my cousin, her friend, me and her kids. And we're like, okay, it's not passing. <laughs> like 90 minutes later, we're like, I guess we should go inside. <laughs> Cause sometimes it's just like a sprinkle around yeah. there. you know. And it's like, no, no, just stay out. And people were looking at us from their, it was like one of those apartment complexes or like beach house complexes. And people were looking like, you're really still in the water. <laughs> like, 
y'all can't get out. <laughs> We're like, no, it'll some come out <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> Apparently, spoiler alert. Okay, back to why do you even talk about a tornado? Something's wrong with me. Um, <laughs> I don't know what we were talking. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so the guests check out. They survived. Oh, that's probably where the survived came from. And then we oh, have yeah. the social outing. And from the moment they were in the van and Gabby and Gary had like their little arms, mm-hmm. up, his arm was like in between their legs. I went, oh, all right. This is here me. we are. This has and been she, affirmed. And she's like, we're just friends. Like for now. Like, oh yeah. She has like that little flirt on. Like, I was we've like that's that. why Gary likes it. Cause she's playing hard to get a little bit. Like, Mm-mm, you can't fuck me so easy. We're just going to be I friends. Mean, and I'm going to play hard you. to get. Yeah. Like she's saying that while letting him have his hand through her leg. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, it's the faux flirting. Yeah. It's like, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, which I enjoy too. So mm-hmm. I was and like, he, all right. Now Gary needs some of that. Like someone who's just like, mm. like, yeah, she can't be bothered the same way. But then um, I did notice when they were going to dinner, I was like, God, they like Spain is so beautiful and they get to actually showcase the areas again now that it's not so pandemic-y. I thought you said this man and I was like, Marcos? <laughs> Woo, this is called Off Kilter India tonight. <laughs> She's off. It's okay. Usually it's me. So, you know, I'm just surprised that I'm here intact, <laughs> especially after the week. <laughs> Um, but I wrote the word Marcos after beautiful. So maybe you're, you're on something. I just said Marcos, like classic Latino knowing shit. He's like, they're going to hook up tonight. It's like, mm-hmm. dumb Marcos. But yeah, I'm glad you said it too. Ugh. And then um, I don't know who said it. I think it was Daisy was talking about like Ashley and um, Gabby because they're like still having this little tension. Mm-hmm. And she was like, unfortunately, when you don't like your coworker, you can't do a lot with that. And I was like, come on, Wisdom Pebble. Like. Because she like talked to them separately. Like at first she talked to Ashley before they got on, like before they got to dinner. and was like, hey, so like, how's everything going with you and Gabby? And then she talked to Gabby while they were there. And it was just like, mm-hmm. all right. Yeah. I mean, I see both sides, but at the end of the day. If Gabby seconds Sue, just listen to her. And Ashley's just you being have defiant. To follow your order. Ashley's just being defiant because she just wants to. Like she's not. Yeah. Like she just does. Like she just wants to be rebellious. Just like, what's his name? Ben from. Um, oh, Benny. Or Benny. Under, whatever. Down, down under, under. Down under. Ooh, a sexy captain. Mm-hmm. So mm. good. Did you watch this week's at all yet? No, not yet. Um, I noticed that they do something different with this captain that they definitely didn't do with Lee, Can- Lee, Sandy, or Glenn. Um, they they cop a little camera action of him shirtless in his room. I love and I'm it. like, all right, y'all did that for me. Thank you so much. The generosity. I mean, he's hotter than all of the captains, so oh. they know what the, they know what the people want. They know the people want to see him Spoiler, shirtless. He's still fit. Mm. and we did we did see him shirtless and for that i'm grateful mm-hmm. thank you bravo or peacock or nbc universal <laughs> so back to sailing out they all get very trashed i mean they were having moments tom was emo drunk as fuck tom gave me reminders of all the men that upset me in college because that's exactly like i didn't and i didn't act half as bad as ashley was i a little flirty with everybody now and again yes that is a fact but like 
I would be doing things that were my business and I wasn't committed to anyone and guys right. would start like literally berating me the way he was to her. Um, just like going off because saying like, she's like not loyal and not trustworthy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Ooh, I'm 19 again. This is a lot to take in. And so Tommy and shit, but he is cute. Oh, and then him yelling with the Reese cups in his mouth. <laughs> like when she had got, I think she had done the massage and he like yelled at her there. And then I think she went up to the hot tub and um he starts being like she's a skirt while like literally puts the Reese cups in his mouth as he's trying to get yeah I don't know what a sket is but I assume it's like something really bad a slut like I mean obviously it sounds like it could be one of three things it could be like a skank or a slut combined it could be like skeet as in jizz it means dirty trashy it's an insult for (laughs) It's, oh, it's, I was yeah, say, like I thought. I feel like it was like slut, yeah, dirty, trashy, like <laughs> dirty, trashy. Together is already a lot. To it's take to demean care. a woman not only for sexual pros- prom- promiscu- <laughs> promiscuity, <laughs> yes, but also for be- for being manipulative and contemptible more generally. So I mean, that does describe her. <laughs> I don't know what we call this because, like, this is this is whatever you're doing is the name of the episode. <laughs> India unfiltered. <laughs> That's the name of the episode because India is giving no fucks today. No shaming women for what they what they choose to do, but it is I mean, but the, but it so, is the manipulative. But oh my god, I can't speak. But it is the manipulative part of her that I think is like key here because it's like you're not really giving a fuck about Tom's feelings. Yeah. Like you're not considering him at all, and yet Tom was so wrong for how he how he acted because let someone pour a bottle of alcohol on me and I'm wiling out okay and I have done similar similar things to Ashley similar things as Ashley before in college okay story time oh I'm so glad I see you for once I feel like I'm always doing my god so I used to on and off like date this guy like we hooked up before like I went to college he was like the guy from high school that like I always had a crush on. It was like one of those like rom-com movies where you have a crush on this guy like all throughout high school. He always had a girlfriend, but then they broke up. He was a year older than me. And one summer when I was single, he asked me on a date. And so I was giddy as fuck. I was just like, oh my gosh, I've always wanted to go on a date with this guy. He did not not being as great as I thought, you know, like or not being what I wanted. You know, it was just kind of like, okay, well, whatever. So I just wasn't really that concerned. He came to visit me in college one time. My friend was with me. So we went to dinner with him and his friend. His friend, because they played basketball. And his friend was French. And he had like the cutest accent. And I was just like, ooh. And he was cute. Oh, India. And he was getting on my nerves because he showed up drunk. And like, he was just Uh, annoying me. And he had already annoyed me previously. And so I was just kind of like, kind of good on it. And I told my friend, I was like, on the way, because I was like, hey, do you guys want to like come over? Like, we can drink some more, like, whatever, whatever. They're like, all right, cool. So I was already plotting. And I told my friend in the car, because we I drove separately. I hope everybody note, because you can't see us. The smile she put when she said the word plotting. That's all. Continue. I, ugh, I was a skit. And I told her, I was like, hey, how, how do you feel about switching for the night? Like, switching guys. Like, And she was like, yeah, that's fine. I was like, yeah, just really, I'm just really sick of him. And I just want to <laughs> kiss his friend. Yes, come on. 
subconscious Libra. I was like, let's play truth or dare. And so then I told my friend to dare me to kiss the French guy. And so I did. And we like ended up making out all night and he slept in my bed. We did not have sex like or anything like that. But I remember the next day, like the guy that came there for me was like really mad. And we continue to still like go like hang out after that. But he just always threw it in my face. Like, remember when you like did that and you like talked to my French uh, teammate like for like a month or two after that. And I was like, yeah, I mean, let's not focus on the past. Let's not live in the past. But he could have been like Tom and like really upset and like, you know, like he was, you know, obviously very grace gracious and like didn't like scream at me. But I was being a sket. I was being Ashley. The skettery. I Except can't. I didn't, you know, well, no, I, I was basically Ashley. <laughs> and there's the rub. And I was, I think I was her age too. <laughs> or like 22. Uh, Actually, I'm, I could have been 21, honestly. Esta chica. <sighs> yeah. Anyway. Mm. Moral of the story, guys. Everyone makes mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has those days. Everybody can be a scat once in their life. Oh, I do not think Hannah Montana said that. But okay. That's <laughs> <Cyrus> probably did. <laughs> actual Miley Cyrus might. What? I said actual Miley Cyrus might say that. That's what I said. Yeah. Oh. Did. Yeah. Miley wrote that. <laughs> Hannah Montana did not write that, but Miley surely wrote that. To she wrote that for... or not to skit? That's <laughs> that, the question. That song didn't make it on the Bangers album. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> During her appropriation era. Um, then obviously, Drunk Gabby and Garrick said, We've been new. We knew that was coming. Um, but they kept it, you know, PG 13. She said she touched his dick, and I was like, Oh. Except she called it his wee wee. Well, it sounded like it wasn't impressive. I commend her for like (laughs) that goes. (laughs) I commend her. She's like immediately. "Mm." She's like, I am not taking my pants off until I at least touch it. Let's make out. Let me touch it. And it's like, whoop, not good enough. All right, great. Yikes! Because I just wonder if she continues to like flirt with him after that. Like, you know, in the next episodes. Yeah, we'll see. Because, like, they're still pointing us in the, I call them Team Dairy direction. Yeah. Um, but I was weak when they are doing the preference sheet. And they are just, like, palling around. And Glenn is like, I, was it Glenn who said that he thinks there's something more? Or was it Colin? I still can't remember. I know Colin said it last time. Yeah, no, it was Glenn. He didn't say it to them, but he said it to the camera. No, like, about them. Yeah, the yeah they have chemistry. Like, there's something going on there. He just kept looking at them like, hmm? I just love how he said a little bit of romance is okay. <laughs> or like a little bit of romance is good. Yeah. I was like, oh, Glennifer. Love And she clearly one. likes him because she was complaining to Colin, like everyone's just on on Gary and he clearly likes me. It's <laughs> like, ooh, when she said that, I was like, okay. Because at first I thought she was just like saying like, oh my gosh, like all these girls are horny over him and just like having yeah, like, like fun tea with Colin, it. like fun gossip. But then when she mentioned, when she said that, I was like, oh no, she's jealous. And I think Colin realized that too at that exact moment. Like, oh, okay, you're jealous. <laughs> it was so good. So good. Um, there, I like, I think it's not, but I would just love if they were dating in real life right now. Yeah. I mean, we never like it when the couples actually get together for real because then they get boring, but still. And, you know, obviously, what's her name? Um, 
Ashley. She just kept telling Gab, like telling Gabrielle, like, "Are you sleeping in your room? Like, are you sleeping in?" Oh God, that was giving that was college PTSD of like people just being really cringe when you're drunk and like trying to get hints because they're trying to go after the same person. Right, and then the next day she's like, "Come on, Gabby, let's go to bed." I'm like, (laughs) Oh, so cringe. And that's all I cared about that episode. I did like when Marcos also told Ashley, you did what you did. Yeah. Also, Ashley takes no accountability. Like the fact that she was like, you know, Marcos told her like, you did what you did. So, you know, live with it. And then she goes to have a talk with Tom and she's like, you did this wrong and this. And he's just oh, yeah, like, she's I'm like, sorry. Gonna, like, you know, no excuses. And you're going to shut up. Yeah. And it's like, I like that he was like, you know, I was completely wrong. Like that was not my normal, that was outside of my character. But like, he was like, but don't you owe me something? Like, but I'm like, why didn't you say that to her face? Like, why didn't you just be like, what? Yeah. Like, you also were in the wrong. So like, let's come on. Like, let's not play one-sided here. Like, I will say like, sometimes when people catch me off guard, I'm so thrown off by it because like, I never go in with the intent of malice mm-hmm. unless I am but that's very rare um like I don't go in with anything pre-planned so when people like just say something rude all of a sudden I'm just like what the fuck like you know like it just like is washing over you so you don't really get to say anything back yeah. and then it's when you think of like something 20 minutes after you like left that you're like god damn I should have said like I don't know if I mentioned this already how at the um rehearsal dinner like it's been forever since anybody's cared about where I went to college, but people are like, how do you know the bride? I'm like, Oh, we went to college together. And they're like, Oh, you went to William and Mary. And I was like, yeah. And there, she like this woman just like looked at her husband and some other guy and like in like a smug way. And I was just like, Oh, right. I forgot about people who cared. It's weird. You know? Cause it was just kind of like the assumption on me. And I was like, well, see you later <laughs> but then i'm like okay so what college did you go but later to? i just wanted to be like why do you care i'm 31 years old right like, or like what college did you go to i feel like it's always just like a comment of like you must be stuck up is like the sense mm. that i feel and i'm like bitch i'm just saying hello because i'm friends with all of your friends who are invited to that trip party and you weren't so that says a lot about you yeah and nothing about me it was definitely a person who has a lot to prove because I had to like sit around her at the after party of the wedding too. And I was like, Ooh, just people who volunteer too much information. Oh yeah. Wasn't I met one of those the other day and I was like, mm. yeah, it's very much like I have to prove to you like how confident and cool I am. I'm like, Oh word. All right. We were like playing never have I ever. And they're trying to say like all this like crazy stuff. And I think I said something like never have I ever like been to Wyoming <laughs> like when I play those games I'm like I'm telling y'all shit about my life like <laughs> I'm gonna be like never have I ever you know eaten vegan pasta loop <laughs> <laughs> moving right along then we get to summer house which is forming into southern southern charm house or something I don't know why I said it like that Slash Summer's the Oscars because we are getting violent. Oh, the slaps! We don't even have to get into it because everyone is getting into it, and I honestly don't give a fuck anymore. But oh, um, it was also like I know it happened, but it felt like people cared too much. Does that make sense? Definitely cared. Both people were wrong, and I don't know if it's because we're on the black internet, but it just felt like too many people cared. Yeah, 
<clears throat> everyone was wrong. Like, both parties were wrong. And yes. let's just leave it at that. Take accountability. Yeah, you violated someone on stage, but you also violated someone, like, verbally. So, and, with something that wasn't even funny, which is what really sucks. It's like, mm, the joke Yeah, it wasn't, even a, and, it wasn't even a good joke. Mm-mm. It was a cheap joke. Yeah. And so. what he did was wrong. It, like, it in that respect, it wasn't Chris's fault for that part. But yeah. Just... Um, I also don't think that, like, he, like, Will Smith needs to be made the example and take away his award. Like, because there's plenty of people whose awards should have been taken away. Uh, Howard, respect- uh, um, Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. Or Woody uh, Allen. Woody Allen. Or. Uh... I mean, there's like a literally million people. Yeah. So. Awards taken away retroactively when you, like, acknowledge that these things happened right let's it's like the the claim the difference is like this was in real time you know yeah but but don't do that let's not make an example out of a black man like let's just carry on because it doesn't take away black man that that's the time to right and it doesn't take away from his accomplishment like he still won the award based off of his performance not based off of the slap the slap was wrong and i feel like he should have apologize on stage to Chris Rock about it during his speech. Like, yeah, he should have said it in that moment. He's like, you know, like what he you said, like I didn't like. It. Right. Like he kind of alluded to it with like what Denzel told him and stuff, but. Um, mm, I still don't think he like really took accountability to like for like to Chris Rock. Like, hey, but like. it's also too fresh. I mean, think about it. It was like. Yeah, an true. And it's like, I'm not sorry. Like, sorry, not sorry. Like. Hmm. Yeah. Cause you kind of have to let that stuff process. Like yeah. that was too soon. And we're, but, we're only human. He did something very reactive. And everyone, I die at everyone who's like, it's just um, like PR because like Chris Rock literally announced his tour like the next day. And then um, they showed like footage of Will Smith like acting out a slap. And stuff. I mean, it was just like, and then I got that conspiracy theory hat came on. I was like, it's all a lie. <laughs> but yeah i first thought it was and then i'm like no this is too serious like in the oscars like academy is taking it so serious that like this wasn't a joke like this is no, yeah, real sure. this is serious and like will smith deactivated i think his his instagram i haven't seen it you already know that oh wait I'm no it's activated again Ooh, never mind i see you it. already know i'm lupita nyong'o in the background like Ooh, that was real that oh or oh, i see he posted um yeah they both anyways. posted apologies. poisonous and destructive i didn't even see this one but yeah, that's enough energy to the slap. Yeah. Um, Summer House. Uh, that opening montage, I had three questions right away. Why are Paige and Sierra slut-shaming Lindsay? Mm-hmm. Why is Maya lying in bed between Robert and Danielle? And why are Mackenzie and Carl dancing freakishly? <laughs> like a lot in those first three minutes that the, I did not like. The middle one I liked the most, but that's because like... Friends of mine, like, if I'm close with yeah. a couple, I can lay in bed with them and they not give a fuck. Like, I feel like me and John are very much like that, too. Like, it's like, oh, like, come hang, like, come be our triple. Like, you can be the triple, like, third part, third wheel But I still don't think I would get in the middle of the couple. I could be on either side, but yeah. it's annoying because I would still want, like, the couple to be able to couple, you know? Yeah, but I think they were just like, all right, come cuddle. And they just, like, opened that space for her. She should just, like, Yeah, they, they probably did. Like, I was just being rude because she's always dropping in the middle. And I get that she's lonely, but like, I'm like, stop. I love Maya. I mean, she, everybody loves she's Maya. She's a kindred of, a kin- we're kindred spirits. I'm not anti-Maya. I'm just saying like that move to me is always annoying when people have to like get in the middle of stuff. Yeah. 
um, as you would say, desperado. But like, cause I, like, I even think of myself, I would never like throw myself between Amber and Ivan or like Travis and Andrew. And those yeah. are like the two couples I'm close to. I would be like, or even Jade and Josh, I'd be like, no, y'all there. And I can be number three on the end. Yeah, true. I would, I would probably like spin to the middle and then have her. I think it's me. like, even with guy, like, I'm not close like that to like guys that my girlfriends are with. And then even with my guy friends, it just depends. But like, sometimes I'm not in the cuddling mood. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I usually just like, cuddle my female friends no I still get it so that Same. was why I was like oh why did you have to drop in the middle though of a couple <laughs> it, like if I were one of the couples but maybe it's because I've been single long enough I'd be like bitch get on the other side I need this next to me I need both <laughs> if it's like my friend and my boyfriend cuddle me yeah <laughs> she's selfish only child fam <laughs> <laughs> Also, they were cleaning up, and I was like, Luke looks like an entirely different person with glasses, but I would bang that person, too. I was uh, like, all these personas for him. Oh, I just, well, seeing Luke clean, just like, oof. Luke mm. is so pure and so He's fine. so pure. Like, him and Andre are just, like, they just grow on me every single episode. Listen, like, we'll get to it, but, like, I finally got the Andrea hype at the end. Remember how I was always like, eh, like, he's really nice, but, like, you know, whatever his face is too symmetrical and perfect i was like i'm not into that i'm not into perfection um but then when he was describing the love stuff like that description after having just binged bridgerton when they're doing all of their spiels on that i was like this is too much for my vagina and you know what it sounds like you know that one um mary Kay and ashley movie when they were in paris what's it called um passport to paris pat yeah passport to paris and how like they back were just up, like back up india yeah. the- I said, do you know that American National movie as if I couldn't recite all of them to you in chronological order? I know you can. You are the biggest American National fan I know. So I knew you know what I was talking about. Yes, but how, like, it was just so, like, love, like, ooh, it just, ooh. Like, Andre just gives me that, like, giddy yeah. rom-com teenage movie, like, vibe. Yes. With Little love lead. Oh. Just... I mean, he gave the spiel that they give at the end of a rom-com. It was no, he really beautiful. Did. Also, as you reminded me, in fourth grade, I made my whole class watch Passport to Paris on movie day. I don't know how I finessed that, but I was like, don't you guys want to watch this? <laughs> and it happened. Sign <laughs> <Find> me. <laughs> Manipulating since 99. It's like since 94. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like, truly, I don't really care about anything else that happened except for the dinner. And it's just really weird to me how much so many of them hate Lindsay. Like, Lindsay, I'm sure if I lived with her, would be, like, a little annoying and overbearing. But as far as we know from on-screen stuff, she's never harmful. But you can just tell that Sierra, Craig, and Paige, like, have this triangular battle against her. Like, Craig has hated her always. I'm yeah, pretty sure. sure. But Craig hates a lot of people, so... Oh, I was about to say, Craig hates a lot of women. I don't think <laughs> so. Craig has liked any, probably would, Will has ever and will ever like any girl that Austin ever decides to live. Maybe Southern Charm, he will, maybe. So I hear Austin's dating someone. From well, him. I think Craig doesn't like a woman who doesn't like adhere to what he thinks yeah. is fun and cool. You know what I mean? And it's like any woman who does her own thing, which is kind of weird because he dated Naomi and Naomi seems fairly independent, but like independent minded. Yeah. But also, he really does love a submissive bitch. Can we talk about, oh, Craigie, and just spinning it back a little bit, and Craig telling 
page like hey i want to invite you to my parents house but i don't i'm like he's such a fuck boy but i don't want you to overthink it but i'm not claiming you still and i'm not claiming you still you're not meeting my parents you're meeting them at my house that <laughs> was weird like, for once Paige being oh, like you know house in delaware yeah Paige being like look i at least she said on screen you know like in the confessional like i don't want to meet your parents until we're official who yeah. knows if she actually met them in real life because she's like, oh, I'm sure. Yeah, she did. I mean, totally. Like, I'm like, you're not telling him she everything. That's on she your definitely mind. did it. You're not. You're playing it way too cool than you're actually thinking in your head. I mean, so I that's guess how you actually thought you would say that. I guess a quote paid off because yeah. they're together. So if that's what you want for your life, I think they're very even matched, to be honest. Yeah, um, they are. But yeah, no, I didn't even acknowledge their scene because i was just like this is just more bullshit and like they're so old to be doing that yeah like they're our age they're like 29 33 please my craig really okay be more of a chump i just feel like that's just so weird yeah like you either like a person or you don't like a person and you don't have to be serious right away but you don't have to have so many conversations about what you are and aren't and how and why like if you decide that you want to be with that person you should want to just be with that person. And if you decide that you're not interested in enough to stay exclusive to them, then you probably aren't that into them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it, you know, it's kind of like Ky, Ky, Kyle and Amanda. Amanda. Yeah, Kymanda, because, you know, they're having all of this stuff on screen, but then we know that they're married in real life. So to see this stuff with Craig and Paige on screen, but then know like, okay, they're actually a couple in real life. It's like, all right, like you're, you're who you're, who you're with. Like it is what it is at this point. Like it's too, it's, you know. It is what it is. It is what it is. So then Andrea, this next weekend, has, like, an Italian dinner. Like, the little storyline is that he's homesick because he can't go to Italy because pandemic, blah, blah. I know that life. Didn't see my family for two years. Well, all this together, so. I understand. It's triste. But then they do their Italian dinner. Um, I thought it was really cute that Danielle did the phrase in Italian for him because like hello yeah. let's show some cultural competence mm-hmm. in people um and then he like went around and it was like really interesting he was like it's very funny because like earlier in the season i think his conversation was like what's the nastiest thing you've done sexually and then of course now he's like what's your definition of love and I'm <laughs> like, all, right, all right character development i love um, it i screamed when Lindsay was like there's four pillars to love Trust, respect, communication, and love. <laughs> love is a pillar of love. <laughs> All right, girl. <laughs> you only got three because that's what? I was I weak when Sierra was like, you know, we talked about like- your four pillars. And I don't know if that's it, it, as in regards to friendship. And she's like, no, those are four pillars of love. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, like, correction, that's not four pillars of friendship. <laughs> And easily shoots down anything Sierra has to say is <laughs> like I wish I hope people study that as much as they study the art of war by Lao Tzu. Like yeah. the art of Lindsay Hubbard is just beyond. No, it's about love. Also, I like when she first said, like, I think there's four pillars to love. And Kyle's like, let me go. <laughs> <laughs> and then um Kyle surprised me, like he was like kind of sincere and sweet. And I was like, oh. Um, but we know that I'm like a Kyle apologist, so it makes yeah. sense. And then <laughs> Andreas was so cute and it like fucked me up. I was on my period, so I was ready to cry. Um, and I did he had tears in his eyes and he was just like, 
Yeah, that's my version of crying. I was just like, why is Paige sitting right next? Why is it Paige, Andrea, and Craig? Like, what what are we doing to this poor guy? He already was complaining, or like saying he was lonely, like because he was basically talking to Paige, and then when they, after they were hooking up in the spring, he started like talking to this girl named Lexi, and then he sort of gave Lexi up because him and Paige kind of rekindled things in the house a little bit, and then Paige decided to date Craig, so then he missed out on Lexi, and he just felt lonely, and he missed his family. It was just too much for him. And so I'm like, why are they sitting, like, why are they doing this to this poor guy? I think, no, I think he has a role in it, too, though, because he was with this Lexi girl, but then it's time to film a TV show. So he, like, was being a fuckboy and not taking his girl seriously so that he could get more airtime. Yeah. And then when Paige was like, oh, no, I have a bigger storyline that I'm creating by merging two series together. He was like, oh, shit, and probably try to get with the girl again, Lexi. And then she was like, oh, no, you shut me down for a television show. Yeah. And then it's now feeling bad. But he dates her in real time now. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. And then, you know, a lot of people said that's the name he accidentally said to Maya. So, you know. Still a microaggression because you're not acknowledging this person that you've known for four weeks at that. But point. I'm like, is that a little bit of a compliment because you're you're well, calling me a girl that you really like? And does no, that mean you because like, he's just like thinking me? about that girl. Yeah, but are you thinking about her because you are looking at me and I'm also no. just as hot? But she's a like white blonde woman who looks like love has no color. <laughs> All right now, Michael Jackson. Beauty has no color. <laughs> all right kathy hilton like you're love is colorblind (laughs) i can't that is very kathy hilton (laughs) yes like she's like but my friend michael told me and i was like michael did not like and i can't say that i'm gonna (laughs) i'm gonna stop i'm gonna stop i can't speak on behalf of people that aren't me (laughs) i can only speak for the ricans um moving right along uh and yes i said why did sierra have to ruin it like just transitioning into it being about friendship and it's like bitch you two aren't friends why the fuck are you trying to act like y'all are friends now also why do you feel like it's appropriate to bring something up to the entire table when you could literally just talk to Lindsay separately like it's no longer her birthday so staged because like before they went to dinner she and Paige were in the bathroom yeah and they took their mics off and were like this is what we're gonna do and Craig was a part of it too because he was eating that shit up it was yeah. so tacky. It was so poorly timed, so tacky. And then I think like Lindsay just didn't want to give it any life. But I think Danielle is just such a like we were saying, she's just such a loyal friend. Yeah. And she was like, What the fuck are you doing right now? And just like got up. And yeah. Lindsay well no, I looked no, I I had to rewind that back, that scene back four times. So this is what happened. Like, first of all, yes, yeah, Sierra had her like, little... like I was building a nightstand while I was watching, so Sierra had her whole like you know like segued into the whole thing Mm -hmm. and she kept calling her asinine and saying like Lindsay's victims like and I'm like Lindsay isn't Harvey Weinstein okay the the internalized misogyny in that statement I'm just like oh god Sierra you're just getting worse and worse and I think then Craig started saying like, hey, like he's like, to be honest, like I'm I'm not mad at you, Lindsay. I'm mad at Austin because Austin shouldn't have kissed you. Like he like he was wrong for that. And so then I think that's when Danielle um, and Hubs also said she was like, that was five months ago. Like, I didn't know y'all were still anything like now. Yeah. Like he never mentioned that to me. Like and then even Danielle said, yeah, Austin told me that 
y'all were just friends. And I had to rewind it back because I had to put the captions on because it was just so much, so many people talking. talking at the same time. And yeah. then that's when Sierra stood up and was like, or that, well, Sierra didn't stand up. Yeah, this, that's when she was like, both of you guys, like, you know, saying mm -hmm. you, both of you. And Danielle's like, what? And so then that's when Sierra stands up and then Danielle stands up and it's like, sit down. Like, what are you doing? And then that's when Sierra throws the wine glass at Danielle's fucking chest, like, or at her face. Danielle's. Like, you said what? It said Monique Samuels. Yes. Taking it too far. And so then Danielle threw one back and was like, you need to watch yourself. And that's when Craig came over. I'm glad that, I'm glad that Danielle hit back though. Yeah. Oh, Danielle, after that, Danielle picked up the cow, like the candle. I'm like, is she about to set this bitch on fire? <laughs> I know. She said, oh, you got a glass? I got fire, bitch. <sighs> You know what like, fire and alcohol do? I'll burn that Burn. Meat. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, this is not good. Mm -mm. I said, y'all might not have knowledge it, but Danielle is Puerto Rican. I we saw, you know, to go, we finished them. Okay. And I saw a lot of people on Twitter um, say, like, Sierra was in New Hannah. Like, how do you feel about that? Do you think Sierra is veering over into, like, Hannah territory where it's like, mm, girl, you're not doing yourself? Um. Well, I think there's a the slight difference. I'll have to look and see what the comments say. Like to me, the slight different the I think what they're comparing is like Hannah projected all that shit onto Luke, like that there was such a bigger thing than it was. Like it yeah. was much bigger to her than it was to him. And that's not to say that that's not real, right? Like we each have our own point of view of a relationship and whether or not that's actually how it is. Like that's how it feels to you. Yeah, so I get like. I feel bad for Sierra that it was so much more to her possibly than it was to Austin. Yeah. And so that part might be valid, but I think like her issue is just that like she's seeing something like that's where she's comparable to Hannah is that she feels a way that nobody else feels about the situation. So she's a little bit alone, but I don't think she's staging her storyline as much as Han Hannah was just like creating fake stories yeah. for the show. And that's where she was harming her friendships. Like I said, she was like creating the fights with Kyle. She was creating the love lorn with Luke while she was talking to a man that she's now engaged to be married to. Like hers was just very scripted. Whereas I think Sierra is just really immature emotionally. And like, and she said it, like I haven't had a lot of these like situations and all this stuff. And like, and we know that they also like exaggerate relationships and friendships to get people on the show. Like, I doubt she and Luke were that serious or anything like that before she came on the show, but it was like a loose connection that could bring her on. Yeah. And so I think she is just like, I think the similarity to Hannah is that there's the relationship point of view that's distorted. And then also just that, like she's buying into her own hype, I think a little too much. And she's just super, you know, like just really concerned with how she comes off on the show and like, is she liked by everybody and all this stuff. And so it's just like, she's not in this reality anymore because again, like all of these statements about how, like, I don't think, I don't think that whatever Lindsay did was wrong because she doesn't owe Sierra anything, whether or not, I don't think she was trying to quote, get back at Sierra. I think Lindsay was just doing what she wanted to do and she doesn't owe Sierra anything. So there's no reason for her to be looking out for Sierra's feelings. Yeah. And the fact that Lindsay said like, that was five months ago. I didn't know you guys were still dating or talking or anything like, how was I supposed to know that? I didn't. And, and I think they're not. So that's what's more embarrassing. Yeah. Like Paige and Sierra have created this narrative. That's not what's happening. And then uh, what's it? Sierra's just like 
again, they're not nice to Lindsay. So why would they expect Lindsay to be considerate of them? Like, how are you going to treat someone like shit and then expect them to be loyal to you? In what world does that happen? And then on top of that, it's like, girl, like you didn't see, like, clearly you haven't seen or are missing the signs of he's just not that into you. And he might be giving her mixed signals. And I think Paige said, like, he gave her mixed signals. But it's like... He didn't choose to come for a weekend that you requested, at least that we know of. He came because Lindsay requested him to come. It wasn't wants, a weekend. And it's not even for Lindsay. Like, he wants to come because he knows Lindsay's birthday is going to be a banger. Like, he knows yeah. it's going to be the biggest party. He's going to get fucked up. Like, right. no shade to Lindsay. Like, that is his friend. And but it's does. not like he came when Craig came. You know what I mean? Like, the, that time before. It's not like he came or waited to come, like, later. It's not like he chose to come just for you. He came for his friend Lindsay, who he has been making out with for the past four or five years. Her Craig. <laughs> and who he was on the lips for the next 25 years. That statement was bold. Bold. And it's All just like, he literally threw you... Uh, no, he literally threw you the sign in your face and said, I'm going to be kissing her for the next 25 years, probably. Is that a problem for you? Like, Somebody who says that does not want you to want them. No. And then and then on top of that, she said when it was like her page and Amanda on the rooftop, she's like, he's been in the city this entire week and hasn't texted me or anything. Know. Hasn't reached out at all. Not at him. Not at other women. Get Mm-mm. a fucking life. I am, I'm going to be so mad when we watch that reunion too and she tries to spin this. I'm going to be so mad. Because I didn't mention it at all and Watch What Happens Live and I was waiting for it. So I was like, mm, maybe, okay, I guess. No, because it was a rerun. Yeah. Oh, that was a rerun? Yeah, her and Maya and Andrea. Oh, I didn't even know that was a rerun. Ooh. Yeah. At first I was like, why do there always have to be three of them when they're on? But then I was like, oh, yeah. it's because it's an old one. Oh, and yeah. then Sierra also oh. saying she wouldn't have married Kyle if she was Amanda. I was like, oh. We could have kept that to ourselves. <laughs> Amanda has a weird, like, as much as I shit on her, maybe it's because now I know I have similar placements to her. I think I told you this already. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think she has, like, this weird ability to rationalize, like, separate things and know, yeah. like, just because it's not for you doesn't mean you're mad at it being for me, you know? So yeah. I think she was good about that. And so that's why, like, I think that's the why the thing with Hannah changed was because she was like, okay, now you're just like coming for my relationship just to be relevant on TV, not because you're actually concerned. Yeah. And that's where that changed. I still find her and Paige's friendship peculiar, but that's just me. Do you think that Amanda and Sierra's friendship will change after her saying that on TV? I don't think they're that close, low-key. Yeah. I think Amanda and Paige are close. I think Paige likes just having another little friend to run around with you know what I mean because like in a polite way I'm just like who are Paige's friends you know like you just don't see I know people like sometimes create their social media right so it's just about their brand blah 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 but like I don't think she has other friends (laughs) Hannah's her friend because she lived at home till she got on summer house oh really yeah and so also Colin made like, it. Oh, college, I think she lived at home while she was in college too. You know, so you know like those internet people yeah. who like, seem really cool and edgy and like have all this style and all this content, but it's like because they live at home and don't do anything besides create content. Yeah, and can afford those things because no shade, you don't pay any real bills. Exactly. Remember me, ages twenty five to twenty eight? <laughs> Living with the fam. 
living my I best. Chose, I chose uh, privacy over Her. saving money. Well, I, well, I didn't save money. Peace of mind. <laughs> Y'all didn't see me around the world living it up. True. <laughs> People are like, how do you afford that? I was like, I don't have rent. We're getting tacos. Mistakes. Actually, not mistakes. I regret nothing because I had a good time. But, and also with my family, there is no privacy. So I just never acknowledged that for being part of my life. It's why I'm secretive about everything because they (laughs) want to know everything. Oh, the reasons why Ruby is the way she is. But, oh my God. Oh, God. somebody a story at work today and they're like that's why you're like that and I was like that's exactly why I'm like that I forgot what it, it was some uh we we're talking about cursing and I was like I mean imagine growing up I was talking about how like my mom doesn't care if I curse in Spanish but for a long time she cared if I curse in English when I was young and then my dad could not tell me not to curse when I was little because he raised me at the base like around a bunch of sailors who didn't see a little girl walking around and they'd be like fuck that bitch and then I'd be like fuck that bitch and like oh where'd you come from (laughs) hello give me candy please (laughs) and then all my uncles were just like cursing up a storm all the time it's like my mom be like where'd you learn that word I'm like where do you think I learned that word your family (laughs) like what are you talking about and so my coworker's like that's why you're like that I'm like absolutely meanwhile I couldn't even say that sucks without my mom saying that was Oh, I mean, my mom would try Like, if I was like, that's crap. And my mom would be like, don't say that. Like, I mean, I went through that. But then, like, I think by, like, 13, I think it was just, like, I would never say the F. I was not allowed to say the F word. My mom would get real mad, real spicy if I said the F word. <laughs> Colin did not care. My dad was just like, please don't get arrested. was literally, like, his <laughs> only rule. Whereas my mom was like, text me when you leave. Call me when you get there. Tell me exactly everybody who's at the party. Like she had to know everything. She made my dad introduce himself to everybody at a party so I could go. And I was like, do it. (laughs) I don't give a fuck. Like I was not hanging out with cool kids drinking vodka in a field. I was like hanging out with band geeks when I wasn't even in band. (laughs) I I was not acting wild. I tell her all the time, like, you're so lucky. I was a good kid. And she's like, what were you trying to do? I was like, nothing the point is is that you're so lucky that i I wasn't trying to do anything to do crazy shit (laughs) because like you can't even handle me and i'm a good person right um and on that note about me being a perfect daughter i believe that's our show that's it guys you know the deal subscribe tell a friend yes on our social medias puff puff pass tell everybody about us yes Listen, listen, pass. I really wish we had video because all we're doing is throwing up peace signs, especially when I was saying living it up. I was like, yeah. yeah." (laughs) Follow Um, us on Twitter and Instagram for more. That's at pop of color pod. Spelt the way it sounds. Pop of color pod. And that's it, guys. We will catch you guys next week. Besos. Bye.